welcome to Bitch Pod. Hi, everyone. Hey! I'm Annika. I'm AJ. Episode 8. Mm-mm-mm. We're Can't believe we made even it. Even number. <laughs> even number. That's my favorite type of week when we're on even number. What is and your favorite number? I don't even think I know. Um, I don't know how to find out your favorite number. I feel like... <laughs> what do you mean to find out? It's not something that someone tells you. It comes to you. Yeah, well, see, because when I was like like in third grade I found out what my favorite color was because I felt like it just chose me you know I was yes. like I have a lot of purple pens I like purple um but oh, I feel like numbers like purple that's their personality oh yeah it definitely is I have a friend who likes but it's like if you like purple that's your personality but I don't like just purple I like lavender and lilac and that's like that's more like specific. people like that exactly that's when different. I was like seven I was like no purple is it but I don't know. Favorite number? Mm, I don't know. You mm. have one? Yeah, 72. But if I'm being forced to pick a number under 20, it's just two. Why? 72 is just a number that appeared a lot in my life. It like mm-hmm. was my first field hockey number. And then I just kept getting that number when I played sports. And yeah, then it just became my number. Deep, bro. Maybe I should pay more attention. So like I should do some like introspection to find out. And I literally have it tattooed on myself. So you do? <laughs> yeah. I thought you only had two tattoos. When did you get? I got it. I got it very like spur of the moment, like before I left for Paris. Oh, I didn't know that. Was it a Friday the Thirteenth type thing? No, it was just like my friend was getting a tattoo, and she was like, "You want one? I'm trying to practice numbers." And I was like, "Yeah, sure." Oh, it was like a stick and poker. Like she gave no, me like she a tattoo. No, she gave me one. Like, oh my gosh! <laughs> this, I, Do you know? Um, uh, insert our university here gigs. Yeah. That, um, Instagram. So this girl posted, and she was like, "Yeah, I do piercings, and I also do stick and pokes." And I was like, "Wow, I kind of want another piercing." I was because that was before I got my seconds, or was it before I got my first? I don't remember. No, maybe it was, and I was like, "Hmm." She's like, but you have to supply your own jewelry and like, it's got to be, I don't know, it was some, it was some like, obviously she was a beginner process, which is like, I respect it. But I also like, was a little bit fearful. Remember when, when you were like, I can do it for you. And I was like, are you serious? Do you remember this freshman year? Of course, but I could (laughs) Okay. Cause my roommate, like a year ago, pierced my third hole. So, you know, it can be done. All you need is some ice and needle and a book. Just imagine. Okay, well, this week <laughs> we are having a a uh, what a, a vagina centered episode. I don't know what you. Oh, absolutely! Call it. Like it's just <laughs> praise. It's pro to happen. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so something that we um you know talked about a little bit before the episode, we were like, hmm, we're gonna switch out the first section of this podcast, which previously traditionally. <laughs> has been um astrology update but you know the stars don't be that interesting sometimes not like everybody understands astrology anyways (laughs) but you know what everyone does understand red flags red flags (laughs) so So this week and on you want to explain it red flag of the week um so there's a great drinking game called uh red flag full send deal breaker and i feel like People are not Never. recognizing enough of the red flag. So we're just going to put out a red flag that y'all should be looking for um, in your lives before every episode because we need to talk about <laughs> stuff. We need to like we state our boundaries full and what is not acceptable. We are full of them. AJ, would you like to uh, start? So we have separate red flags, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just to clarify. Okay, great. So mine is obviously well mine is definitely not as like important as Annika's but I hate it the people in my life will tell you all the people I've dated will tell you I hate it when people chew I hate my brother will tell you I hate it when people chew I hate it when people eat in my presence um it's not because they're eating it's because of the noise that they make when they are smacking on food and particularly I have this problem with men like they I don't know I can't tell if it's like the noise or if it's the entitlement it's something. I don't know. I just, like, I feel like we were all taught to, um, 
like be quote unquote polite, even though I feel like manners are like a colonizer concept anyways. Totally. But um and manners are like anti black and et cetera, blah blah blah. But <laughs> the one manner that I really fuck with <laughs> is do not come up here eating and being all loud about it. Like we know you're eating, like it's fine. You know what this actually reminds me of? There's a uh Bobo and Flex episode of Oh, the a, one that they, Am I the they just the, Am I the asshole one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the one about slurping the noodles. Yeah. <laughs> But honestly, that really annoys me too. It's called misophonia. I d- read like oh, a whole thing a about this, and it's just people who hate the sound of other people eating, chewing, or breathing loudly, especially the swallowing part. Ugh. Oh my! God. People are gulping. Just don't. Just I can't. it's funny because I feel empowered in this red flag because I'd never met anyone that had the same problem until I feel like we've talked talk about this like <laughs> a million times when we went to Barcelona because <laughs> we um, had a roommate who would just <laughs> <laughs> you know I ain't say nothing but Annika sure did I, I had it out for her it was too much for me I couldn't I had to point it out I liked her I like her now okay <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so my red flag I feel like this has been coming up like out a lot this week because I feel like people have just like gone back to hooking up even though there's a pandemic going on <laughs> but like who who's gone back to hooking up um uh, would, uh, would you would you like to raise your hand would, would you would, like would you, would like, you like to, to raise your hand excuse me excuse me uh, um so yeah um foreplay is not an appetizer it is the main course and we need to stop making the distinction um that it's not important or that it shouldn't be prioritized because that is sex so count that as well wow you're so intelligent and just so proud of you (laughs) Annika taught me everything there is about my educating people me (laughs) Annika taught me about my body she sat me down she she pulled down the screen got out the pointer and was like this this is the clitoris that's me for a lot of people though because I'm just like I know because I do not shy away from topics and my only two topics are sex and politics both about power it's but true. in different ways it's true so there it's you go. true what are you again a uh, Sagittarius a uh-huh. 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 <laughs> anyways so yeah that's the red flag of the week <laughs> I love this angle <laughs> um, you're so, giving yeah. me straight white boy FaceTime angles right now I wish you all could see this They'd be like, like just hey. yeah, they yeah. do not care about their angles not at all what they're just showing me nose and up and then I get like 75% ceiling for no reason and here I am always with the good lighting sitting next to the window <laughs> making sure that you're getting the cinematic the glow I am they'd seeing be like... the future do glow right now <laughs> <laughs> oh I do my best oh yeah speaking of actually nah 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 nah, nah. okay can't, so can't spread the going into trends <laughs> Yes, we are so excited. Yeah, we are. I have been so excited for this. I only have a rose this week because I need to like concentrate all of the excitement on the rose. We're continuing education out here. Continue. Look at this philanthropy. So yesterday, Annika and I went to Target together. Technically, I was was on Facetime and AJ went to Target. (laughs) Yes, my sanctuary. And um, I was like, yeah, you know, I feel like I should start using tampons because really quickly, my mom like never taught me how to use tampons. I never put anything inside of me like for the longest time ever, like actually nothing. I mean, (laughs) but (laughs) I just never put I never put a tampon in or like anything like that. And um, so that was interesting because I was like, I feel like I should start using those. I was like, you know what you should do? just use a cup yeah I like think just skip if you're not like skip the tampon phase it's so unnecessary it's so uncomfortable and pulling pulling out a dry tampon is honestly one of the worst feelings in the world so I was like let's just skip to a menstrual cup and here is the reason why they are changed my life so much better for the environment they are so much easier to clean and you don't have to go to the bathroom as much it saves money and less trips to the bathroom to change it to clean it out it's honestly amazing I have reviews on different menstrual cups um you just feel cool yeah they're just honestly so great I'm like what like I think a lot of my friends had made the switch within like this quarantine time because it's like I'm not going outside so you know if I need to like figure it out if it leaks it doesn't matter right like we're staying inside and honestly it is 
the best. I love yes. my salt cup. That is a rose for this week is the salt cup. The soft salt cup is amazing. It doesn't, it's like small. It's not like it's okay. The soft versus hard ones is it's like the difference of silicone. So like the salt cup is like extra soft. So you don't feel it when it goes in and I take it out in the morning. I take it out before I go to bed and that is it. I just clean it out. My period is just like so much better. I don't cramp as much. I cannot recommend yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say like, that. My period feels better. Yes. Like, this is my first... So, I'm on my period right now. This is my first, like, time, like, actually wearing the cup. And, like, my period feels better. Because, like, a big part of period is, like, leaking. And, like, when you sneeze. And, um, <gasps> and you, like, feel it dripping. That's a waterfall. No, it just feels so much better. Like, I feel like I can, like, go for a run. and Not, not that I couldn't go for a run early. Because I played so many sports growing up. But I did it all with the pad. <sighs> and, like... Oh, yeah a right. straight up diaper I would no I would never no I loved it because like I said my mom grew up in Ghana she only had sisters and aunties and like all that so she grew up like she was raised by a great-grandmother and they were all taught to use a pad she's like yeah if you want to use a tampon you want your own because <laughs> I don't know how to use that I tried that for like less than a year when I started in like seventh grade and then I was like I can't do this I have gone my whole life wearing pads every month that's insane to me every month even like this is actually crazy like I can wear thongs on my period now it's just and Annika also put me on the dog liners I I was just wearing ugly underwear for six days straight I didn't know how much AJ didn't know is the problem like I didn't know she'd been operating in okay is it not knowing or is it traditional let's talk about that I mean, we can talk about our influences, but you've had the whole internet available to, to you. And that is true. The feminine care aisle of Target to know better. Well, so here's the thing. That's something that I've noticed in a lot of like first generation, especially African girls. Like there's like an element of like tradition in there. I don't know. And how they approach their womanhood. Mm-hmm. Not that, you know, having a uterus and vagina has anything to do with womanhood, but um, and how or, I mean, yeah, you know what I mean? But and how they approach their womanhood and how they like manipulate it and navigate it. And I've met so many other African girls that are like, yeah, like I've never used a tampon before. Or like I had to teach myself. And I tried to teach myself when I was 13. I got a field hockey tournament. <laughs> like we were all in a hotel and I was on my period. And one of my friends was like, I have tampons. I was like, oh, I never put that in. Maybe I was like 14 or something. No, I think I was 13. But I like tried to put it in because everyone just used it. And, they made it. and I went to an all girls school. And they made it seem so, an all-girls boarding school, mind you. So they made it seem so easy and like, but no, it just was not going in. And one of my friends was like, yeah, um, I could help you. And I was like, nah, That's I was like 13. I was like, nah. Could you imagine somebody just like pushing a tampon inside of you? Okay, but Someone also, that you're just roommates with? I've heard, I've had two friends where their first time like putting in a tampon, their stories were like, yeah, I accidentally put it in my butt. Like two separate people. What? Exactly. No. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Speaking of which, I, <laughs> so I was telling Annika this earlier, I woke up this morning and I was like, all right, time to change, like rinse out the cup and like, like change it. And like, I went up to get it and it was not there. <laughs> like it was there but it like was not I was like where's the stem what's going on and so I um googled it and they're like yeah like you know this is fine just push like your pelvic floor muscles will kegels it'll, it'll do it. the job yeah <laughs> it, it did the job it should be very easy to like get out the suction is good um if you go to at put a cup in it on instagram they're amazing they have a quiz. Our friends over at put a cup in it. yeah they <laughs> made a quiz to see like which menstrual cup is the best for you if you have a high cervix low cervix like how your flow is it's honestly amazing so helpful to just like see what type you should buy and at what age group like and it's wonderful i tried my thorn for the week is the diva cup because i tried that one and honestly the silicone was just too hard and it felt uncomfortable so then I switched to the salt cup and I think it's way better for me. And personally. you can't even tell that it's there. No. And it's, it's $40, but it's such an investment. Like, and the thing that's is, the cost that's, of so many pads. Yeah. And like you buy, you're on your period, like for four, like in four months, you've already spent that same amount of money as like one menstrual cup for the entire year. I feel liberated. Like you don't even have to replace it. It's honestly so wonderful. 
Um, to write about this oh my god yeah it's great <laughs> um so other roses guys guys it's I time she got it found a bathing suit and i want you to understand how hard this was to find and it looks amazing white fox swim great bikinis great sales if you have the honey chrome extension it will be way cheaper and it looks fire on me honestly like amazing. i'm gonna gas myself up i look so good and i look, so, look good so good that i bought another one <laughs> <laughs> the money will come y'all i mean money yeah never so i got yeah cute little yellow triangle string <laughs> bikini and then i just got a cute little red one different style but i'm very excited about it um yeah i also found a black slit reformation skirt from on the real real which i've been looking at on reformation for a while but i was like i cannot I feel believe bad you. i feel bad buying straight from you but then it's vintage now on the real real and i got that discount so so once it's it. the real real it's vintage yeah it's been worn at least once <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then bud okay so i've been already thinking about my birthday because what else do i have to look forward to in this life um and I what like... <laughs> for context y'all that's in november no i'm I'm thinking about mine too i'm not gonna lie <laughs> mine's in february <laughs> but like i found this img address that is gorgeous honestly i love long sleeve dresses it's cute red ruffled it looks like the emoji of like the red dress dancing girl and like i'm just i'm so hyped about it i need it like and it's on depop right now and i've been looking at it so we'll see if I commit also because like who knows what I'm even going to like by November. So I don't know if I should commit now because it is July. Do it. Am I crazy? The world is ending. Get, true. Get the IMG on. address. That is the, <laughs> that's the motto this week. Who's going to um, see it? Me. I just send or... people pics of my outfits now because I miss people <laughs> seeing what I, I have know. to wear. And, and we have this Facebook group that our school started. I don't know if you're a part of it. But we have this Facebook group that our university started where it's like, or obviously like the students started, where I was like, okay, like here's some fits since like y'all can't see us in class stunting. But none what? of these people are I've stunting. Never oh heard of that Facebook group. God. Now I, I gotta look it's terrible. You know I'm none just gonna be on there stunting. judging. Like it's not even good for none me to be on this group. It's just like it's turned into it turned from like actual like some people made some points into like people pulling up in like overalls and Birkenstocks and calling Ooh, that like a real day like if that's a cute outfit but did you do something what is, I don't think so. oh god oh it's like people that work at pavement <gasps> that makes sense I was like these people have to be alternative as fuck and you know the boys are out there wearing like Nike kill shots which are like woke boy shoes um <laughs> I love I love the pavement folks it's just it's just giving me pavement vibes though yeah and pavement vibes is not high fashion. Pavement mm-hmm. vibes is like near that one dumpster, like you know what I'm talking about. I know where they smoke Steven. at. Yeah, yes. <laughs> but and like where like, the old men stand outside. Yeah, yeah. The there are a lot of overalls. They probably buy everything on Depop. Like it's okay. Oh, uh, it's probably rats. Uh, gotta love it. <laughs> They're not dirty. It. They're just They're not dirty. They no, just not smoke the out by the dumpster. The rats. That's true. <laughs> All right. So there's a rose with thorns. I feel like we didn't give enough. Although we talked about the cup for an extended amount of time, I still don't feel like we gave it as much praise as it deserves. I mean, like that cup so, really changed. I my feel life. like we're I'm gonna give like continual updates on like how the cup is working for me because you guys, you have to understand that I have tried every form of everything possible. I've tried. Yeah, you have. How I've did tried, the IUD and cup go? Okay, I've tried every form of birth control. I've tried every form of like menstrual clean I don't what do you even call that is that like a category of benchmark? I don't, I don't even know. know yeah like yeah um so like if you need advice on it I will tell you because I've literally tried everything I've been on the pill I've had an IUD I've had an arm implant I tried the Nuva ring lots of things have not worked for me and I'm just now at the right old age of 21 just figuring out what is actually working for me gotta do some experimenting yeah it takes a while being a woman is hard like nobody there's it's just so hard to like figure out your body having periods is hard (sighs) yes it is um but yeah the cup is now the wave i'm on and we'll see how it goes i'll give updates amen Mm -hmm. um so if you have periods 
hit up Annika because <laughs> she know everything. Oh wait, so what was your experience with the IUD and the cup? Did you use those at the same time? No, I didn't use those at the same time. Okay, my I I do not recommend the IUD. It was very bad for me, and it came out. <laughs> it was very bad. So that's. Oh my god. Okay. Well, so there you have it. Um, go to Annika for all your period questions. So now getting into the tea for this week. Um, I feel like we talked about this last time. We did. did. That's fine. So, but some developments have happened. Developments. Hot Girl Meg, who reigns supreme every summer, finally posted a video when she was ready. When she was ready in her house. Um, that she was shot in both her feet. Um, we still don't know who did it, but we can guess. We know who do it. We I know mean, who did it. <laughs> she has not said. I will wait for her words to attack. But when she says go, Girl, you know I'll be there. Um, and yeah, I wish we actually validated Black women's pain. So, so here, if you aren't following, which who's not following? But if you're like I don't know, living under a rock, and you're not following, um, so basically, on I think the fifteenth, nah. Who knows? But she got on live and she basically was talking about um, this is nothing to joke about. It was nothing for y'all to start going and making up fake stories about. So she talked about how the bullets didn't hit any bones or break any tendons, luckily, but they were in there and they had to be removed. Um, She said, I didn't deserve to get shot. It's not that I was protecting anyone. I just wasn't ready to speak, which is true. Um, She also said, the shooting was something is not something you just immediately get on the internet to start talking about. Um, though many people post on Instagram and Twitter as if they were if it were her diary, she said that's not me. And like I was like, <laughs> she just called me out. But um, so she also tweeted, "Black women are so unprotected, and we hold so many things in to protect the feelings of others without considering our own." It might be funny to y'all on the internet and just another messy topic for you to talk about, but this is my real life, and I'm real life hurt and traumatized. So, yeah, that's really, really, really sad because, like, I feel like if I got shot and everybody was like, ah, you got shot, um, I would be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, it's insane how we trivialize this. Like, the fact those words don't hurt you to even say or, like, to think about, like, this is, that's upsetting. That's very, very yeah. upsetting. Like, it's interesting because like when men get shot like when men rappers get shot like people be like it's not funny it's not funny like they're in the hospital remember the second xxx whatever got shot like however many summers ago everyone's like oh my god like what happened this isn't funny blah 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 and then he ended up dying i remember i tweeted about this (laughs) i don't even remember when this was that i tweeted i was like he got shot it was like a gif and the like a gif of like (sighs) i forgot but it was like somebody laughing mm-hmm. um and it was before he had died there was just a flood of straight men just in my dms like die like you should kill yourself blah 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 like you should be ashamed of yourself but like y'all don't want to take Megan the stallion seriously i'm pretty sure. sure like the way that pain is just like not necessarily taken seriously with black women mm. is just really terrible especially since Megan has never done anything wrong. Like, I remember when she was talking in the Instagram live, she was talking about, I lost my parents, I lost my grandmother, um, and I still haven't gotten over any of those things, and I just want to look for people to, you know, have my back. Like, people that are, like, if you don't have a family, you just want to be with people that are (laughs) there for you. And the fact, I don't know what happened. We don't know what happened. I'm, I don't want to assume anything, like, but I'm pretty sure you can sort of deduce what she's saying by that. Um, it's just really sad. It really is sad. But we all knew Tory Lanez is trash. True. We'll get to that, too. I had a whole last yeah. round lined up for them. Um, really? I love it. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, pray for Meg. Um, yeah, I just want to read her that straight men are trash. I feel like my wedding vows are going to be like, yeah, Men are trash, but this one's okay. Like oh, I cannot wait to go. <laughs> <laughs> like I can tolerate one of them. So I cannot wait to go to your wedding. Oh, <laughs> um, we will be turning up. Oh hell yeah, dancing till three of them. If y'all don't know, like I may sound monotone in this podcast, but I'm 
literally a party animal. Oh, she's a party <laughs> animal. She really is. I am not. Yeah, no. <laughs> literally, like, there our, was this point. Our personalities sound opposite of how we oh, are in real life. God, there's this point in Barcelona when literally every single night. I don't know why you did this, but you're like, yeah, we're gonna party every single night for the last it was week. The last week. I stayed in bed. Do you know how many times? Like, I literally stayed. There was a whole club that I didn't go to. I don't think I went to Shoko. I don't. I went. I think to I went to Every club. I had goals at each club every night. I was gonna go out, and I I got the flu, and that was that was my curse. You got the flu. Oh, yes. I remember that. I got the flu. <laughs> oh my god yeah that was so funny I literally was like I can't do it anymore like just every night she was partying 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 and there are people that kept dropping off the party like I stayed I can't do it yeah all week I and I remember I remember seeing you choke down the like (laughs) pregame you're like no we gotta do this I was like, bitch, is it that serious? I'm committed. See, honestly, I could dance till 5 a.m. No alcohol, no nothing. Like, yeah, you would, would go all it. night. Yeah, I would. You would go all night. Mm-hmm. I would go till, oh my God. Yeah, five in the morning. All sweaty. Gone. Yeah, it's yeah, great. Yes. I just have a good time all by myself just dancing. I could dance for hours. And do you remember that? T- oh, I don't want to. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not going there. <laughs> so just know Annika is an animal surely um so getting to the Michelle Obama her podcast came my favorite war criminal on Wednesday (laughs) honestly her and Barack are amazing I read Becoming I listened to her read it to me on audiobook it was wonderful and I'm honestly, loving to by war criminals. Everything that they have to say, I'm ignoring you, is um, <laughs> basically a re- reiteration of what Becoming was. But like, they're just so cute together. I feel like it's like the most healthy black relationship in my life. It's um, when you kill people. <laughs> and, and I just feel like they're real. She literally calls Barack a Negro in it. And I'm like, where else are we getting this content from them? Like, it's just. She just straight up say the N word. No, you think she they would say never. it? Mm, nah, I feel like they don't. Probably in music. No, and yeah, every music every year he releases his little playlist. And I'm like, there's no way Obama listening to Bad and Bougie. Like, does I he sing like all the words? Just like does that shoulder wiggle too? The shoulder you know? <laughs> The like shoulder bells listening to music. <laughs> we love you, Charles. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he gets down. They seem to have fun together. Yo, what is this first bullet point under hot takes? Like, I've been staring at this for like 20 <laughs> minutes. Like, what do you We're still on tea. Anyway. Get to your stuff. <laughs> she she calls him a Negro. Wow. Revolutionary. <laughs> when your relationship is healthy and you do everything together, you even kill people. Yeah, that's, uh, we don't see that a but lot. But she's just so moisturized. Oh, and her hair had just gotten better every year. <laughs> like, sometimes I just think I about wonder that. what it looks like natural. Oh, I wonder. She's just so beautiful. Uh, but she's a war criminal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I bought uh, Becoming for my mom. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I still don't think she's ready. I was literally talking to uh, <laughs> Catania. And yeah. she was like, yeah, you know. She's like, yeah, you know, like, um, I started reading recently. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I wish my mom don't be reading like that. I bought her a book. She's like, you bought her the wrong book then. I was like, oh, you're right. Oh, <laughs> you're right. I can't say it. She's wrong. You really can't call Frank. She's mom wrong. Like, she's never so done funny. nothing wrong. Um, so, yeah, she calls him a Negro. Wonderful. So let's talk about the real tea. This is what I learned today. Bitch, Bell Hooks is a landlord. <laughs> okay, I never thought I'd be saying that statement. To whomst? Like, to whomst, yes. So basically, there's this video of her on Twitter. Um just kind of talking about what she's up to in her landlorddom. Um, she was just explaining it and she just lets it out. She's like, yeah, I'm a landlord. And like, just talking about her experience of being a landlord. And, you know, we were talking about in the group chat and people were like, um, what is the problem with being a landlord? Like, I don't get it. Um, who said that? <laughs> well, I mean, they were, they were genuinely curious. I was like, okay, great question. So um, owning property. Why would somebody buy real estate? Do you know this, Annika? Well, real estate is the best investment and has the best returns. Okay, so money. Yeah, so she has to survive. But here's the thing. Bell Hooks is Bell Hooks. She's not somebody who's living paycheck to paycheck. 
we've all read all about love mm. we've all seen her speeches we tried to get her to our campus yeah <laughs> we tried were you there that year oh no i think it was the no, next year so. that's you were you were in the hopeful angela davis era yes um but yeah so bell hooks has no business owning land but there's a thing here's the thing we like this isn't to criticize bell hook because i love her so much i mean it is to criticize her but it's not to defame her um because you know we got to take the stigma out of critique but i feel like there's two things that i'm thinking about when i think of this the first thing is that our heroes are human mm-hmm. and like that's not to like um, excuse her for owning land and like exploiting people inherently by owning land but it's also the fact that I think it's interesting that we confuse um, generational success it's like for, for example when Alexis Ohanian was like okay I'm gonna step down from reddit and give it to a black person and I was like okay well are you putting money into black people's pockets or a singular black person's pockets and maybe mm-hmm. his family or their family so it's kind of the same thing here. Like bell hooks having land. Like I've seen people argue and be like, "Yeah, but that's like good. Like that shows a sign of progress. The progress for who for bell hooks? Uh, yeah. Like what is that gonna do for me? <laughs> okay. Well, she is also recurring gener- generational wealth for her own family, and also well, see- Earl Sweatshirt is also a landlord. So let's put that out there as well. Bitch, so are my parents. Okay. <laughs> so it's like there's there's a question of this. Just makes me wonder. Well, I mean they're not full-on landlords let's 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 clear this right now they have land in ghana so that they can retire and go there but still i feel like there's the question of do black people owe um like consistent morality at the cost of pleasure because i don't think we owe anybody um consistent morality at the cost of pleasure i was listening to again bubble flex and she's like yeah i'm not gonna deny myself any pleasure like i'm still gonna buy the i'm still gonna buy the crop top from this fast fashion brand and you're still gonna shop at Reformation, 100%. and I'm still gonna I'm still gonna follow Kim Kardashian on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when Solange posted this video. I think we talked about this a while ago, but she posted this video of her just like having fun, and like the wind was blowing in her hair, and she's singing "Car to the Window." And then here comes the white feminists talking about like, okay, well there are people dying, and she's having fun. Like, what are they gonna do? Yeah, well, what are you gonna do? Like, <laughs> I. Obviously, like I don't, I wouldn't own land, like, <laughs> oh, I and exploit will. people. <laughs> I wouldn't own <laughs> land and exploit people, but I can't, I can't deny that I would not deny myself from pleasure if I knew that, like, I was doing the best but I can the because thing- there's no ethical consumption under capitalism. Sure, but it's also like, are white people even having these same conversations of like, shit, is it ethical to own land? No, I see, but when they it. are. It's just all accompanied by white guilt. And I get it. I totally get it. I yes. get being a guilty white person. Because you it's should. not like you chose. Yes. <laughs> it's not like you chose to be born into, you know. Yeah, and I didn't it. choose this either. But here we are. I mean, that's the whole point of this podcast. Like, mm-hmm. we're allowed to enjoy things and, like, understand and talk about the nuances and complexity between not denying ourselves a pleasure and being mm-hmm. mindful of, like, our consumption but I, also knowing the dimension of that under capitalism and how there's sure. no ethical consumption. It's just like, why do we hold her to such a high moral standard that she can She taught us how to love. Okay. But you know, when you meet your <laughs> no, idols no, no, no. and I'm you're saying, always like, leave her alone. Like, she taught us how to love, but bitch, Bell Hooks is a landlord. That's just a plot twist that I wasn't expecting because I know she's like, it's like finding out that Angela Davis like has a has a home in, in Palestine. I mean, in Israel. <laughs> okay, yeah. That it's cool. like, it's like that would just throw you off. Like you yeah. wouldn't expect that. And like, we have these conversations and I know they see us. It's like Kimberly Crenshaw being like, actually, I can't even think of like how to say that, but you get what I mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. But do y'all get what I mean? um so yeah but I feel like that only really applies to people that are oppressed I don't feel like white people can like have the same logic and be like yeah well I'm not going to deny myself a push like no yeah no you built this discomfort for the rest of us and you are actively complicit in it so yes deny yourself of that pleasure yeah and I mean it doesn't apply to you (laughs) so yeah bell hooks um so since I know she's listening write us back let us know like (laughs) (laughs) let us know your thoughts 
You think she's gonna have like a notes app apology? An <laughs> uh, all lowercase. No, she was like, these peasants don't deserve. She could be my like, word. anyways, because also <laughs> it would be in the most beautiful prose we've ever experienced. That's what I'm saying. She'd be like, anyways, bitch. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do y'all? Yeah. She's like, I know y'all read my stuff. She'll take what I give. You. We put money. We basically paid for that land. <laughs> if you we think did. about it, we really Dang, you did. really can't trust nobody. Mm. Um. So, anyways, getting into hot takes. Um, um can you explain this yeah i've so on the doc i wrote people be fucking because i feel like we're at the point of the pandemic where people just don't care like they've been celibate for so long you've been in a dry spell yeah that they're just like i'm done i don't care i am literally going to risk my health i so have to do my it. friends i um, need it just decided like let me call on old flames let me get on hinge let me see what, what i looking can at? do and yeah i'm just like Honestly, I'm not even mad anymore because my friend was telling me in Australia, their quarantine included sexual partners. So you could stay with your family or whoever you were living with, but you had a pass like you could go outside to see your partner. Oh, interesting. They were included because they assumed like if you're already seeing each other, like what's the difference? You know what I mean? Like you're yeah, like no one's going to stop you exactly and I think that we just need to be more conscious about that like as a society and that's also one of my critiques of this like basketball double bubble for the NBA like are we really expecting professional basketball players to not do fucking like that's gonna be the downfall of this bubble and it already has been with one of the Instagram girls and it's already (laughs) that's so funny because someone that I went to middle school with um is in the NBA now and he's dating an Instagram girl. <laughs> um, like clockwork, man. But it's interesting because, like, things like sex are just ingrained in our psyches. But we don't and so, talk about them. And yeah, and we really should. Which is the point of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Which is the point of Annika's existence, really. Literally. God said, I am going to send a sex prophet. I remember some, one time you told me if I could get a job as a sexologist, I really would. That would be my dream job. Yeah, being a sex educator. If anyone wants just like a good nerdy scientific book about sex, read Bonk by Mary Roach. She's just, she's a writer that um, just researches a topic for two years and writes a book on it. And it's so interesting. And she writes, she's a scientific comedic writer. So (gasps) it's amazing. I love her stuff. She has a book called Stiff. The Curious Lives of, like, the Dead. There's one called Gulp, which is just about your digestive system. And they all have oh. just, like, succinct titles. Um, and they're great. They're so funny. They're so informative. Bonk was so interesting. Just, like, actually know. how sex physically works in your body. And it's, I just it's like, it. so funny to read about, too. Like, it's such a palatable way to learn information. And I think more people should be reading it. Uh, so I have I literally chose to order it too. Like I just like I talk because it says so much more. It tells me about how you respect women. It tells me about your power dynamic. It tells me about your insecurities. Like that's why I talk about it literally all the time. I love this. Oh my goodness, Mary Roach. I've never heard of her. She's amazing. Uh, Fantastic author. Um, yeah. So sex is like ingrained in our psyche. Like we all just like that is literally what we desire it is what we want it is what we like (laughs) it's like all we think about it is our instinct there's literally no other way to talk about it there really is and I don't understand why we don't I mean I do understand why we don't talk about it but yeah it's just all there and so that's why I just think it's honestly um really important to make sure that we are all talking about sex and also ingraining it into how we think about like social um like social constructs and and even even laws like the fact that they're like they think it's really realistic that we're all gonna not go outside and go see and like seek love the fact that they think that we're not gonna seek love and like go to our yeah it's unrealistic and we can't ask people to do that like I feel like so many issues within our system, within like high school education, within healthcare, not providing birth control, the way we educate is we just assume if abstinence actually happens, like 
Oh yeah, what was your sex ed like? That never happened. I mean, I'm in California, so it's really progressive, and we talked about like everything. Although I think we the downfall was that we talked about male pleasure more than we talked about female pleasure. So, see, I think even just decolonizing the way we talk about like pleasure in general, like even just taking away the binary and just saying like this is what pleasure is going to look like if you have a if you have a penis if you have a vagina absolutely Um, and we also need to demystify that like sex is just like penetration when it's absolutely not like like the girls in high school who were like oh i don't want to have sex i don't want my virginity so i'm just going to do anal like what what do you what do you think that is what you would go straight (laughs) who said that wait you're from texas you never heard that no that's a very that's a very but i was never like i was never talking about sex in high school i was Uh, never like i was never i'm not even talking about sex now like you're like the most i feel like you're the i'm everyone talk about positive friend (laughs) right for real like and it's not because i i wouldn't consider myself repressed or anything it's just like i don't know it just i just never really interested me in the way that um I don't know like it was never positive in my home Mm. I was never looking into it I but but that came with a lot of drawbacks where it was like well I have never put on a tampon or like like even just like knowing your body it took it took a really long time for my mom and I to be really open with that Mm. and it's like not her fault it's just like the culture I mean I think it's it's a hard thing to get into like I think I've done a lot of education myself with books and articles there are lots of like sexologist youtubers like Shannon Boudreaux yeah like in, oh, what's her name? Oh, starts with an H. Lindsay Hannah Doe. something. Oh, no, yes. Something. I can't remember her last name. Um, but I've been watching her forever, and she is the best. Yeah, and even, like, call her daddy as terrible as it is. Like, these conversations need to be had because people are not making informed decisions. They're not making healthy decisions. And you're also not making decisions that, like, benefit your sex life. Like, we, like, facilitate your own nut, as both women <laughs> say. Like, why are we not talking and- about this more? I feel like it's really powerful to take the binary off of the conversation of sex because you can, or even just about your body, because you can be a woman and have a penis and we still need to be talking about the pleasure that comes with that. Absolutely. 100%. And also like, we also need to be like, okay, like just because we talk about sex, just because we know about sex, doesn't mean we're good at it. So improve in lots of areas. Like, yeah, she could trust me. Lots of us. So it's like you would. She could y'all trust me. I know this but like at least I'm talking about it like I'm learning tips I'm like getting my googles in I'm helping other the amount of especially like black women that I talk to who have never masturbated who have never finished like it blows my mind yes absolutely did she ever get there no we're still working on it we're still working on it she lying (laughs) how could you not okay well friend if you're listening you know we're here for you yeah I've also bought also tip great gift get your friend's vibrator yes get your get your um closeted friend like your sex closeted friend a vibrator yeah it's my (laughs) (laughs) go-to that's so sweet um so yeah that's nice um now on to our next hot take. Uh, Annika seems to feel very strongly about this one. Yeah. Um. What the fuck is up with Black Canadians? Drake, <laughs> Tory Lanez, Daniel Caesar. First of all, why do you associate so tightly with white people? What is wrong with y'all? Mm. Because you're like north of the border. Like it's some weird stuff going on up there. But like, you know Canada. Okay. Like they're just Black people who are there. Like okay, you fled from slavery early good for y'all but like how did you end up so different from us african-americans like african canadians mm-hmm. what's going on why do you why do you like white people is really my question <laughs> like, um, like what happened that was different from us do you know anybody personally from canada That's like a black, black person personally from canada i've like met some but i'm not like friends with any huh well i have not met any I don't know it's always like one of those things where you meet like a black person from Australia and you have to remember that there's like a whole black culture there (laughs) yeah they have to remember there's a whole black British culture which I'm like a little bit more acquainted with 
but it's like a black Canadian culture. They're just yeah. all really strange people. And it's like, do they speak up? Like y'all are just not heard in the black diaspora. I feel like, like yeah, because I'm not listening. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just not gonna listen. I what do you have to say? Daniel Caesar's like be nice to white people. Drake is like you know and that's just not gonna happen. He's like Drake now, is Drake. He's speaking what Arabic? I'm just like very confused. whichever culture he's on. Yo, Whatever when Drake starts speaking fancy for all my Ghanaians listening out there, when Drake starts doing Azonto and all those other things, I will be right behind him. He just adopts whatever culture he like semi looks like. Like if he thinks he there. can fit in, that's what he'll do. Could you imagine his white son like singing to <gasps> Adonis? Singing to- Adonis know. is adorable so, so cute look at those oh my god just those white. cheeks and those curls yes um still looking like a larva but also Tory Lanez because Meg you know what you did he's Canadian yeah he's Canadian Ew, his face is just so punchable to me I'm like how on 100%. earth are you but just, we knew this after the Karuchi song when Karuchi was dating Chris Brown I never I'm so liked sorry for her um he made a full ass song about her being like i want to be with you and she was like i don't know who you are like that is a red stocking flag a red flag was it tori lanes that had those instagram lives at the beginning of quarantine where like it was like low-key rape culture was it him i don't remember that i don't know i remember a lot of people quarantine was so long ago it was a lifetime ago oh my gosh this has been like the fastest and slowest year ever like the fact that august first is on saturday like can you believe it i can't i don't even want it i don't want it i'm kind of digging this whole like weird in between portion of life though like because i don't feel obligated to do anything and i feel like everyone is like i feel like everyone's really understand or should be really understood this is expectation to be understanding that not everyone's like operating at the same pace right now so you get to be a little bit like eh. But. Okay, but that goes into my interpersonal critique of how people keep asking me what my plan is. Bitch, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Nobody has a plan. Who's Nobody asking was... you what your plan is? Oh, I went to the dentist adult. yesterday. Yeah, adult. Mm, exactly. It's <laughs> always the dentist. It's always the dentist. They stay, ask you about their life problems. Like, we get it. You're accomplished. You're a dentist. I know. Um, it's like your life path was very clear. Mine is very much not. So, yeah, people keep asking, oh, what am I doing for an internship? What am I doing? Because I'm graduating early. I don't know. The job market is terrible. Our GDP is plunging. I don't know what you expect me to do. Will I go to grad school? I don't know. Haven't taken the GRE. How do I know what I'm supposed to is do? Is there math on the GRE? When, yes. When the <sighs> world is in shambles. Um, so please stop asking me these questions. Like, stop asking Annika that question, y'all. Like, guys, please. no one knows what they're doing. People are asking me what my plan B is. What I don't even have a plan A. Did you copy and paste this shrugging thing yes, into I the did. doc? <laughs> Why did you go through all that? Because it was funny. That's so funny. <laughs> I posted you know that the shrugging emoticon in our in the fact that people still use that is just like how. How do you still use it? I've never used this in my life. I think it's funny. Um, it's like the XD. It's like on that level. I like the XD. Sometimes it's cute. I like the colon P. That's my favorite one. Oh, that was cute too. <laughs> Some people did colon D. Like, what is wrong oh, with what? you? No, not. <laughs> like, how are you doing colon D? I, Anyways. No, absolutely not. Next critique. Annika has a colonizer complex. Uh, we've been And it is time this. to call her to the red table. Ooh. So <laughs> I wanted to talk about this because Bobo and <laughs> like I feel like we we just basically we have all yeah. of their podcasts. Like, Clearly that, we have like some inspiration. Yeah, obviously. Um but Bobo has only slept with white men. And yeah, so she's the Bobo on this podcast. So No no no. Flex has always slept with white men. Is it flex? No, no, no. It's flex. It no, is flex. It's it is flex. flex. You're right. Bobo said she's never listened. <laughs> I'm the Bobo. I would know. Okay, so flex. And I was like, I was thinking about it. I was like, does that diminish your worth and ability to critique patriarchy and white supremacy? Because I feel like, how can we say that we are trying to overlook and surpass the system? that is oppressing us when we're actively complicit in those societal standards just to I think maybe it's more of a critique of like myself but I am interested Mm -hmm. to hear what you have to say well how many people do I know that how many black girls do I know so okay 
So because I mentioned that I went to, first of all, I live in Texas. Mm-hmm. And I went to an all-girls boarding school in North Carolina. So that's also the South. And that's, you know, like, there would be times we went to dances and stuff. It's like the neighboring all-boys school. And I remember, like, folks would be getting ready, straightening their hair, blah, blah, blah. And I remember there were not very many Black girls at the school. I think there were 150 people overall, I think. Yeah. And, like, 30-something Black girls. So that's about one that's a lot <laughs> in my education because you have to understand like I did I only grew up around white people so like my influences my standards of beauty are fully influenced by that I mean yeah it's pretty representative if you think about it it's yeah. actually like a pretty good distribution so you know we met the quota real good but I I remember there were a few people that like were only into white boys and but you know when you're like in high school you don't have I mean, most people don't have the like, <laughs> like the bandwidth to be like, yeah, I know that this is like a colonizer complex. Oh, I but not. That's usually when you are exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. usually when you are like, that's something to look back on and be like, oh, this has always been a thing for me. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with you, you're aware of it. You're not bringing yourself down. You're not. Are you letting yourself be fetishized? No, absolutely not. You're not letting yourself be fetishized. I'm not checking anyone's box. Like that's exactly. Really You're um, not like I just I just don't understand it. I just it could never be. Just can't be me. <laughs> that's why like, I, I say like hmm, couldn't be. Me. I just like like out of our black girl friend group. Well, who could I see? No, no, I could see. Okay, out of our black girl friend group, um, I'm not the only one. So no, I could see. Yeah, I was gonna say I could see a few of them, but it's um, like it's not like I'm actively trying to do it. It just like it just happens. Like I would say the oh ratio my is God. off. The ratio is no, off. But Annika, listen. So when we were in Barcelona, <laughs> did y'all know we went to Barcelona? When we were in Barcelona, <laughs> I remember at the club you remember that guy, right? Yeah. At that one club. Yeah. So I was like, Annika, he's not cute. Then I remember we were in Paris and there and we were trying to walk like past that lake or whatever I don't know what it's called you mean the that river <laughs> girl you know I don't know <laughs> you know I don't know nothing you need to you know it's that lake or whatever stop it <laughs> I'm not even joking do not know what that I just know that body of water is important okay. I walked past the river Thames on my layover <laughs> in London I was like oh dirty water <laughs> but so yeah there's this guy jogging and like oh he was kind of hot I was like girl I yeah. am so disappointed in you. <laughs> so I'm, I just, I question See, your taste, well, we have but such... I know, but I don't question you. I don't Thank question you. you. So Thank I know you. that when you make a decision, even when it, even if it's like, uh, let me just do this. I know that it's an informed decision. I know that it's like, again, you're not denying yourself of your pleasure. True. And if you were denying yourself of your pleasure, then you would purposely be denying yourself of people the, that you are clearly attracted to. Okay. And you also have a whole nother type that we have not discussed. Oh, that's, that's for another episode. <laughs> I got hella types. But um, I also asked the question, like, before I even, like, when I just, just start talking to someone, I asked them, do you know what intersectionality is? Like, that's my baseline. Oh, yeah, question. exactly. Because I need, because if you don't know what that is, like, we're not, like, we're not going to be able to transcend. Like, we can't even. Girl, that's too low of a bar. That's too low of a bar. Um, do it, you, it's men. Do you support sex? Girl, we <laughs> do not lower the bar. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just got out of, okay. like, the war. <laughs> yeah, okay, shut up. <laughs> we, but we do not lower the bar. You know, after I got out of that relationship and I'm like, you know exploring I'm in period of exploring I'm realizing like I was in that relationship when I was 18 to 20 and I did a lot of growth in between then and like I honestly am just living the life you know do you ever think of like 10 year old me would think I'm so cool yes literally me all the time you know that okay so there's a tiktok uh, of course there is like, I don't get dressed for bed I get dressed so that when I walk down the street and a 13 year old looks at me and then looks at her friend and goes that girl is so fucking cool yes that is why I get that's why I get dressed day. for that is who I get dressed for I want for. other black girls to see me and be like damn she's cool because I wish I had me yes yes I had you. 
Oh, I had you. Look at you, girl. Fresh what did I tell you? Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. But honestly, and like I feel like that's why I volunteer at so many schools. I work with kids a lot. I volunteer at schools, and that's why, like, that's why I do that because I wish I had someone like me. And honestly, I'm gonna share an anecdote. But one time, I used to work as a camp counselor, and this little black girl, I loved her. She was the only black girl in my group. And she would beat all the boys at handball every recess. Period. And I was like, I like you are the best. And one day Period. they these little white boys hated her. And I was like, you know, I like you. And this, <laughs> the boy comes up to me and he's crying and he goes, This girl punched me in the stomach. And I was Period. like, Okay, what happened? And so I What go, did you do? What did he do? I take hold on, hold on. And I take this girl off to the side, and I was like, hey, like, can you tell me what happened? Like, what's going on? And she was like, I punched him in the stomach because I keep beating them at handball, and they were being mean to me, and they said that I was a stupid girl. And I was like, okay. And I said, you go back to beating them. Have a wonderful day. <laughs> like, it is I what she like, deserves. No, I was like, I literally said, good for you like stand up for yourself and that moment sticks out for me because I wish someone did that for me I needed someone to be like you like not that I'm condoning violence but that yes I am I condone violence that little girl had it right she kept beating those boys she was a strong I'm teaching girls to be strong black women and to defend themselves See, representation works so important, so much when you're like three. <laughs> no, it is <laughs> like when true. you're a child. Yeah, and like it is so important for children. I remember in pre-K, my teacher was black, and she loved me. I feel like she instilled that like you're gonna be great, you're gonna be wonderful. Don't yes. worry about these white boys. Mm-hmm. And to this day, to this day, men do not. Ugh, I know this is so like this is not even an accomplishment, but men just don't scare me. No. Like whatsoever, Mm-mm. because I am far more intelligent than them. Of course, kidding? like Ugh. everyone needs that moment where some woman is like, "You are better than all these men." Don't apologize for knowing your worth. Like these men That's are blessed to know me. Wonderful. They're blessed to have experiences with me. They're blessed to have experiences with you. Oh my gosh. Yes, and that's what we need to be teaching little girls. And that's why I think more women of color should be volunteering at schools and after school programs. I didn't say all that's that. That's where <laughs> they kidding. need you. If you like kids. If you no, like kids. If you don't like kids. But I really have grown. Because <laughs> I remember like at the beginning of our friendship, I was like, oh, I hate kids. But now if you go to my Instagram, it's oh. literally just babies. <laughs> I try and get people to like kids, though. I think I can turn them. Like, kids are so you know, amazing, y'all. They're malleable. You can indoctrinate them. It's great. (laughs) I have been teaching this, like, this group of Black kids, like, that live in my neighborhood science, because, you know, I'm a scientist. And um, (laughs) it's been, so like, they're so young. It's been so rewarding, because they just have such wonderful minds. And I don't know anyone younger than me. Like, I am the youngest in my family. Aww. I literally don't know anyone younger than me you're, regularly. Oh, you're the youngest I'm in all of our friend groups. <laughs> yes, like, I skipped a grade. I've always been the youngest in every single, like, everything. She was born in 2000. Okay, I ain't got to tell. You got to edit that out. <laughs> you got to you gotta edit that out. <laughs> but, yeah, like, young people are really the, the future. Like, this, this little boy was talking about some... Donald Trump, like, I hope he dies, like, of coronavirus. I was like, boy. <laughs> My mom was like, don't say that. I was like, no, mom. Listen, let him say, radicalize these kids. <laughs> Donald Trump, if you're listening, comrades out you imagine Donald Trump, like, oh, my God, bitch podcast is out. <laughs> bitch podcast is out every week. And then you hear this call him out. Nah, if you listening to Donald Trump, listen. I Actually, I should not say that. He's the whole president. Like, the FBI is definitely listening. Oh, the FBI has been. They've been listening to us. They're like, yes, girl, feel yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Our black FBI agent. Have we hit the one hour mark? Close. Almost. Well, I mean, it wouldn't hurt to. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Well, yeah. So that's also our self care of the week, by the way. Everything we just said, copy and paste that into the self care section. And there you have it. (laughs) If you are a black girl, if you're not, keep uplifting other black women just keep learning yes keep learning <laughs> bell hooks if you're listening we need to talk um 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, thank you for listening this week. I had fun. I had so much fun. Um, you too. Yeah. So oh yeah, this is an interactive podcast. I forgot to say that at the beginning, but if you're listening, um, if you I don't know if you listen like weekly, just remember this is interactive, and you know we have our pictures up on our Instagram at BTCHPOD. <laughs> and that is <laughs> that is where <laughs> that is where we post. we'll be in sync next week that's where we post our stuff our rosebud thorn we'll practice we will practice don't worry and um <laughs> my instagram is at drop dead aj and you can follow annika at annika gustafson if you can spell it you ain't even spell it for the folks you're just like figure it out i'm so lazy mm-hmm. it's in the bio <laughs> it's it's over it. oh, <laughs> we hit the one hour mark bitch all right see y'all next week <laughs>